Hey, everybody. Coming up on today's podcast, we've got more Rivian news because it's another podcast and this is planet Earth. And so there's always going to be Rivian news. Find out what happens when stupid people buy Ford Broncos, floating hotel rooms, and commercials coming soon to your Netflix streaming account. Wait, what? Yep, all that and more coming right up. podcast episode i think 119 if you're keeping record uh, say hello to my good friend and co-host keith over there keith how are you doing my friend hey hank you know i've been thinking about y'all and y'all dang old bottom and all what's gonna get moving again i think y'all will go jogging and swimming in a water bunch man they're gonna be bad having you pooping just like you used to man i, I know it don't work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it never gets old, man. I love Boom Hauer. Ah, uh, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta boost the volume a little bit. But yeah, hey everybody, yeah. thank you so much, everybody, for inviting us into your lives. Um, it has occurred to me on more than one occasion that, especially on the podcast side, um, we, we you schedule us into your routines, into your lives, right? Like listen to us on a regular basis um everybody has their preference man some of them uh it's on the drive home some of them it's on the train uh some of them i guess are with Boomhauer and it's poop time right jay <laughs> yeah right man i tell you what a dang old man gonna get it gonna get it run i talk about cars and stuff you can you know what if, if it makes you feel better to listen to me and jay on the toilet uh you, you can go, go on ahead. Right ahead. <laughs> um yeah hey so good to see you man yeah. um Thanks We've for, joked uh, before that Jay and I have gotten so busy, um, this is our scheduled time together. It, it really is. <laughs> it, so, it is. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, uh, leaps and bounds, explosive growth on the uh, on the oh podcast. Oh, my God. How's can your I head? thank you guys? Can, break, can I thank you guys enough? Yeah, almost did. Is it, can, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So uh, that's, that's, that does never gets old. Can you hear me now? Um, I was actually saying that the other day several times for bad reception on my uh, my phone um, service, mm, AT&T. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, man. I mean, our growth. Thank you guys so much. Our podcast is over at parsecountyguru.com. Um, click on any of the, the podcast link and click on any of your major platforms there that you choose and you like to listen to. We're there. Um, and then thank you also for going over to our YouTube channel and subscribing to anybody that has subscribed. Uh, if you have not, please do so. Thanks so much, man. We are growing like crazy. As a matter of fact, just before we came on air today, uh, Keith shared a little uh, analytic piece of analytic stat with me. Um, gosh, thanks for all the clicks and the buzz, man. Wow. Yeah, okay. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Yes. So uh, um, I think it's the sound drops as well. They're listening. Oh, is that I it? Really do. Yeah. I think so. Okay. It has nothing to do with the content at all. No. Nothing, nothing. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. 
I, I'm friends with Merlin Olson what? too. He comes over <laughs> on occasion. What, what's playing in the background there? It's uh, it's uh, beautiful day. The guy that uh, sang beautiful day, right? It's it's got yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I can't I can't remember his name, man. But he's seventies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um. Gosh, I was completely derailed. Okay, so uh, we thought we'd do uh, uh, something a little. Yes, what? Go uh, ahead. Uh, did, did you? Was that a little bit of a slip for the uh, <laughs> brain stutter? Well, you said Ote. Oh, I mean, oh. Was that a was that a buckwheat? Okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't have any buckwheat drops. Oh um, man, Ote, you got some uh, too high for the hot tube. Hi. I'll have to James yeah, Brown. I'll have James to get Brown. some. Uh, yeah. yeah, we got to have some James Brown, man. So we thought we'd do something a little different on this one. Um, as, as, as kind of a little bit of a tribute to our podcast crowd, our fans there, but also a commentary on something that Jay and I have been dancing around for years now. And, uh, it's time that we deal with this. I I feel like, uh, we're going to have to go long, long form Mm. on this one. And I feel like not, not necessarily a longer program, but we're going to spend more time on this particular topic than normally we would do which for those of you keeping score it's about a 15 to 20 minute segment per segment uh this one may run a little long the world's going to hell in a handbasket jay and i I, i'm just like you know uh in the words of popeye i've had all i can stands and i can't stands no more oh (laughs) um but uh i'm full of those man anyway um yeah it, it 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 is it is and um, I think it's gotten a lot worse, um, for sure. Uh, I don't understand the, the loss or loss of appetite for doing the right things. Um, or even just trying. I've, I've been, oh, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this cause you and I have talked about this on the side many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried to pick it apart as best I can. I have some theories. Uh, I think that you're, we're going to all see examples of this kind of everywhere we look. I think that's really the concern here is the number and frequency of times that I'm experiencing stuff. Like, we've all gone into situations where it's just bad. People don't care. They're just half doing their job or whatever. It just seems like it's happening more and more. It, is it just me? Are you seeing this too? And if you're seeing it, are we just Waldorf and Statler here? Or, I mean, is this... No, it's is it's this not, happening all over the world? It's happening all over the place because I, I I talk to a lot of people, um, you know, across the country with some of my consulting jobs that I have, and um, we all we we're having the same conversation that you and I are having right now, which is you know, what the heck is wrong with people, man? Well, you know, and more interestingly, like, and this is where it's going to go off the trippy deep end. Um, why haven't you and I been affected, or have we? Right. Like maybe am I operating under some sort of altered state here and I just don't even realize it? I don't know. Uh, I mean, is it a generational thing? Well, maybe. you know, it's I thought about that, but I'm telling you that I've seen this in people that I gauge to be close to my age. Yeah. So, you know, part of me looks at this and I think there is some truth to the entitlement. And there's a a generation Mm. or two that went through this and i think that it's bled over into other generations and there's a little bit of an entitlement mindset so okay so let let me just give you you've got some real world examples Mm. let me throw out a 
one or two. You throw out one or two. Let's talk through this in in true therapeutic style here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I I, can, I kid you not, Jay. Like I don't even I don't even go a day anymore without witnessing something that's like so. Um, it, it's so fits this this whole um mo that we're talking about. So I was at the drive through yesterday. Okay. Right. And I, um, I've got another example from today from, from, from two hours ago that'll blow your mind. But, uh, I'm sitting in the drive-thru and it occurred to me, I've got this motor, Jay, and, and, and I think you do too. And my motor runs at kind of this pace of did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. And the, re- there's a reason for that. It's cause I know there's a, there's a clock ticking on the wall. We all have a limited amount of time before we're done. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm trying to get, I want to get stuff done. Like I just, I, I got this mo. I just have this drive to just like, I, I want to get to stuff. Right. Right. Yes. And I, if it's a bad movie, I can't stick in it anymore. Cause it's like, right. I could, I could be do. if it's a good movie, it's fine. It's time well spent. Right. I'm sitting at the drive through and there's a lady in front of me. And I mean, she's driving a not she's driving an infinity. She's got a nice, you know, it's not. Like this is all classes, right? It's not like it's not like uh, Kevin Spacey in um, that movie where he just went to work in the drive-through and basically threw his life away, right? I mean, right. And her motor is operating at, dit, dit, dit. Nobody in front of her, at the drive-through. Mm-hmm. It was a late lunch. It was about one thirty. Yeah. And she's literally sitting there for three minutes trying to figure out what she wants. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like I'm my life is literally passing before me. Like it's 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 a restaurant. Like this is fast food. Like I it, you're not like going off the deep end here with specials of the day, right? Right. right. Yes, it's um it's lack of self-awareness. It's lack of uh, of just it's like everybody is just supposed to be okay with you and your actions and what you're doing. There's no consideration for others around you. We're just supposed to kowtow to your, your whatever you're doing. I, I, I mean, it, right? it, yeah, it was my, and then, and this was going to come as no surprise to you, the guy who goes to McDonald's and asks for, what is it, the medium Coke and you get the coffee or you want the large? I asked, I asked for the small Coke instead of the coffee on and you a get, breakfast menu. And you get like a large And Coke. I get a large Coke. Okay. And I okay. hand it back to him. Can we, can we role play here for just a second? Can, yes. No, no yes, actually, sure. okay. You're going to be me. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's see how well you handle. Let's see if you handle this better than than I I did yesterday. I don't know. Maybe I can. Go ahead. All right. So, um, so I, I, okay. First of all, all you want, I'm going to tell you right now what, just so you know, here's what you want to order. Okay. Okay. You want the signature chicken sandwich with classic sauce, not the spicy sauce. That's what I want. Yep. Signature chicken Chicken sandwich sandwich, with classic sauce. Not the spicy sauce. Not the spicy. Got it? Got it. Okay. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Yes. Hi, welcome to Rack Week. Can I take your order, please? Yeah, could I get the uh, signature uh, classic chicken sandwich with the um, classic sauce? Not spicy, just a classic sauce, please. Uh, what you want to drink? Uh, I just want the signature sandwich with the classic sauce. Doing good, Jay. All right. Uh, you want that spicy? I want the signature chicken sandwich with the classic freaking sauce. <laughs> this is exactly what happened yesterday. Holy cow, man. Are you it's kidding me? Well, no, I, I, I know. 
<laughs> it's it's not that hard, right? No, it's not. And and you could you could I know where you guys are gonna go with this. You're gonna go, yeah, but he's working fast food and he's kind of like you know just doesn't care and you know mm-hmm. whatever. And maybe, but th- I can throw example after example of this kind of stuff, right? Like, didn't you you had something like this recently, right? Um, I have stuff like this on a daily basis happen to me, man. I can give you a fine example this morning. I had a meeting this morning, as you well know. I am one of the. Uh, I am on the board of directors for my homeowners association. So our property management company reaches out to us and schedules a walk through the community to discuss main, what I think is our quarterly maintenance schedule, things that we need to get taken care of, yada yada. Hey, you know, the normal. Keep stuff. going. I'm gonna give you a little. Great. So as as I'm thinking and I get this email and respond to the so-called future meeting at 10 a.m. today, I thought, well, our landscaping guy was not included in the meeting. Okay, great. So I text the guy and said, hey, do you think you could show up and do a walkthrough with us at 10 a.m. on Wednesday morning? Sure, no problem. Day comes. Guess what, guys? We're having a meeting. And the property manager says, so let's get started. Okay, well, our landscaping guy is a very busy guy, so we choose to go in his direction to make his life easier so he can get back to work. Being considerate. Self-awareness. What happens? Boom. We start pointing out things that need to get replaced. Man, guess what happens? Our property manager says, oh, we can't do anything. We can't pretty things up right now. We don't have it in the budget. Ah, okay, so why didn't you say that whenever I told you that he was going to be included in the meeting instead of wasting his time? Yeah, but see, that would have required, like, preparation, constructive critical thought, Yes, but when you are getting Objectivity. paid, you are getting paid to be doing all of these things. This is your job. This is your livelihood. What about, you know? does it even matter that you're paid? It doesn't anymore, apparently. No, I mean, should you should you have like a standard that you show up with if you're getting paid to do a job and one that Absolutely. you show up with if you're not getting paid to do a job? Well, Careful. it depends. I think it, it depends on you. So... My little league team, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not paid to coach that, right? It's right. hours and hours of the all the coaches, not just me. Our time, right. scheduling, a lot, a lot of the coaches put putting money out of their own pocket. Sure. Should I show up with less of a work ethic? No, than, because that's it's it's what you chose to do. You choose to do. You choose to be a volunteer coach for this team, just like I choose to be a volunteer. Uh, board member for my homeowner association. So that's why I'm doing my due diligence. It's a volunteer job. This is just what you do, you know? So I have a, I have a theory here that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put out. Uh, I, I have a concern and I, and I, this is the concern. This is kind of why I wanted to bring this up today is I feel like we're headed to hell in a handbasket and If we don't put a stop to this, it's going to get really, really bad. So so you guys might be listening to this thinking, 
yeah, well, this is going to happen and it's going to continue and there's not really much uh, that can be done. I, I disagree. And I, and I think that if we don't curb this right now, it's going to get to the point where things in society are going to get. We're going to all end up being like those guys on the Uber Eats commercial where they're eating tape and, you know, or remember the movie Idiocracy where, you know, it was yeah. just, yeah. So um, there was a, and by the way, I, they did pre-record it. Uh, you can watch it. You should watch it. Uh, I took some cliff notes for you if you don't have the time, but a prominent podcast hosting platform, uh, I'm not going to name names did a webinar today and they basically it was focused on it, it was an entrepreneurial type thing where they were focusing on how to grow your 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 podcast okay and i'm always like it's like yeah ways well, to get better i'm in, all in right in which in which by the way keith and i on our own time are continuously looking oh, for yeah. ways to get better for you guys this is what we do. This I like is because that. I like having a we, better product. We take pride in what we do. You we know, take pride in the product that we want to put out for you guys specifically. So I we mean, don't take there's the a reason we didn't call this the clown show, right? That's right. Yeah. However, <laughs> so, we could have one of those if we want. So I, I'm kind of so so. I show up five minutes early. I don't know why. You know, just go figure, <laughs> right? Yeah. The host and the guest host are having an open mic conversation completely unaware that everyone joining the room can hear them. They're having prep discussion. They're they're getting texts from people going uh we can all hear you. Like it's that awkward. Like you should have, you know, this isn't the kind of stuff you want to air out with your customers coming in the room. Then the guy that did you know that here's one for you. The guy that started the company of this hosting platform. Hold, hold on, is this Vandalay Industries? No, <laughs> no, oh, no. Okay. Um, well, let's just name them Vandalay Industries. Okay. okay. So, so just the guy that podcast. started Vandalay. Okay. Right. He's mm -hmm. he's he's the host. He's the CEO of the company as well. Mm -hmm. Shows up to this deal, which they use Zoom for. Mm -hmm. This is a podcaster that has over 1600 episodes to his credit. Oh, wow. Doesn't 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 bring a mic. What? He's doing a Zoom webinar and doesn't have the sense to show up with his podcast mic. Wow. There's technical glitches one after another. The 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 guest running the thing, it doesn't look like she's ever used a PowerPoint. She kept like apologizing for the thing going back to the beginning. This is all stuff that's easily dealt with if you just spend 10 minutes before the show walking through the presentation. Speaking of, Keith and I, prior to this particular podcast, we were have we always we're like a pilot and a co-pilot going through our checklist. Walking around our, the plane. Our, our, our pre-flight yep. checks before we get rolling. And guess what? We found a problem on my end that um, required me to go through some steps and checks and stuff and ended up actually just aborting the whole thing and um, just rebooting and reconfiguring everything, and it took care of the problem. And what we figured it was, it must have been an update that recently happened and changed some settings in the background that we were not aware of, and we resolved it. However, had we not gone through that, being mindful of, of, of that and checking those things before we started this, then this podcast may not be so great. 
and any video that comes from it may not be great at all. So, um, yeah. Now, this is, we do. this is one of the prominent podcast platform hosts. Like, they're one of the best. Would they like for us to show them how to do this? And this, well, that's that's clever way to make lemonade, Jay. And but this was okay to them. This is my point. The, the, this I'm knocked the mic over. This was this this level of professionalism was okay for them to bring to a mm. public appearance, right? And they're fine with it. And they're going to keep probably doing it. And I don't yeah. know that anybody. There was no indication to me that anybody had any remorse over how poorly things ran. So. This is where I'm going. This is my point, everybody. If if you continue to allow this sort of thing, be the change in the world you want to see. If this is going to end up being a situation where this is going to be more and more common, and we're just going to be told, well, where else are you going to go? What other right. choice do you have? Right. Exactly. I mean, um, exactly what I said. You know, it's like it's like raising prices due to the current situation in this country, actually globally. Um, I said this about the plantings, the beautification of our property. I, yeah, I, I mean, let's face it. The Homeowners Association is, it's not a business, it's a non-for-profit organization, not-for-profit, it, but it is a business that you have to run. You have, you have annual budgets. Uh, you have the, the whole accounting process, profit and loss. Well, not profit and loss, but sin too. All of these things go into play. Well, if you're losing money and you don't have enough money to operate, then somebody in the room has to hold their hand up and say, um, you know, maybe we should uh, like uh, raise the dues a little bit, you know? I mean, you know, well, annual raise. Yeah, now this is where I might beg to differ a little bit. So I witnessed that very same thing happen in my neighborhood a few years back. Um, yeah. And I'm going to, like, you know. Well, I'm likening this to pro uh, the, the problem we have in this country right now is the cost of goods, the cost of okay. services. yeah. And when, when our vendors have not raised our cost of services in the four previous years, and last year they had to, but yet we didn't accommodate for our losses, something is wrong. Yeah, I'm saying I mean, that it's time to raise just as everybody else is. The The danger there, though, Jay, is that then you get people that are going to spend it to zero no matter what the what the what the dues are and and i saw i've seen that happen several times there's this mindset of if well we got to spend it right what what can right. we spend it on and then mm -hmm. and then the, and you get in this vicious cycle of we're out of money and we need an improvement that we didn't plan for so it's time to raise the dues again right and and it's probably better to be like i've always said this in 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 an hoa is no different than a business Show me a balanced budget. Show me where your money's going. Then come ask me for more. Don't right. come tell me that we need more money without a solid plan of where those dollars are going to be spent. And we have that solid plan. That's what I'm saying. And everybody's afraid to raise the dues. It's um, it's kind of an interesting... It's a different mindset, maybe. I don't know. I mean, mindsets of HOAs are the same no matter I, where you go. We had nobody a dude... Wants, he was on nobody the board. wants their dues to go up. Yeah, so. I mean, it, so we had a guy. Uh, I think that we have a little grassy knoll, <laughs> median yeah. in the at the entrance. Right. It's just tiny. Yeah, and he went out and spent. I think the budget for it every year is like three hundred dollars, like just for grass seed and whatever, and you know, 
He went out and spent three grand on it last year. He got a wild hair to just go do a bunch of like upgrades. Mm-hmm. Well, that that requires approval. Like that's way over. That's you know, hundreds of percents over the budget. You got to get approval. Well, he didn't get approval. Right. He just spent the money. So they had no choice but to raise the dues, right? And the dude's still on yeah. the board. And nobody's gonna, you know, whatever. Because people are just like, oh, well, let's like, you know, people don't read the fine print. Like right. they don't know what the previous year's budget for it was. They just saw that he spent three thousand dollars and thought, all right, well, we got to figure that out, right? Like, I mean, it's just here we go, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a it's a different. It is a different animal. But my my, what I was trying to give you was the fact that the cost of goods and services have gone up across the board for everyone. Yeah. I don't I don't think people are standing at the door in Safeway saying, "Uh, sorry, we had to raise the prices um, you know, and all that kind of stuff." It just is what it is. You need stuff, you go well, buy it. You I, can complain all you want. Yeah, so I I I have a theory here. And this so this is where I'm headed with this. So, um I I think there might be an element here of I don't want to work. Um, and this kind of was the entitlement thing that I was talking about where it's, it's, um, they're angry that Mm. they got to work. So everybody had this kind of year of screwing around, right? Like, uh, we had COVID. I do. I agree with that. I do agree with that, man. And it was like, well, I'm getting paid to sit here and I'm going to do as little as possible. And then it became, I kind of like doing as little as possible and getting free money. But, at some point, that has to there has to be a reconciliation. Like it's unrealistic to expect that you're going to go through life and be handed a paycheck without some sort of contribution for those funds. Right. True. So then you get what I you and I have talked about this on the side many times. What I call the AIS factor, the ass and seat. Right. Right. Well, if you're right. gonna make me, if you're gonna make me be here from eight to five, then I'm gonna be here from eight to five. But uh, that's it. I'm not gonna give you much. Right. Right. See, I had a, a a conversation with a friend of mine last week, and you and I talked about this off air. And he said, you know, we've got some employers that just refuse to allow any remote work, and 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 some of it I get. Like, you're not gonna work on an assembly line for General Motors remotely. Right. But you're not going to be able to paint houses remotely. You're not going to be exactly. able to paint cars remotely. You're not going to be able to do body work remotely. You are not going to be able to deliver packages as a UPS driver from home. Right. There are certain jobs, there are certain skill sets that require you're going to have to be in person. Yes. You can change careers if you don't like it. Right. I mean, you know, it's never too late, but that it just comes with the territory. But I think everybody... Got so you have these employers, and they're like, "No, I'm going to require 100% in person. I, I I don't trust people. I know they're going to be goofing off, right? Right. And I just said to my friend, I'm like, "Well, then he's just going to get the AIS crowd." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. If you, and I mean, I I'm in a similar situation where that was actually occurring, and um was requested to fill that seat remotely. I mean, because they knew. That, that it was going to get done. There are very few careers in this world that you can't establish some sort of metric for performance that says, right. hey, you're going to sell cars? All right, we need to see, you need to have a quota. Right. Um, 
Or write police tickets for... Co oh, wait, no, that's... That's a perversion of police authority. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. What are we talking man. about here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, How about policing the uh, self-checkout line yeah, at the grocery store? I, you, I got one for you on that, too. Okay, so yeah. You work in IT? All right, well, we got to have a certain, like, if it's project-based, then let's let's establish kind of timelines for that project as metrics. Mm -hmm. yeah. You work in, you know, uh, the automotive industry, and you design, you know, valves? All right, well, we need to have a certain number of these out by the end of the quarter, right? There's right. metrics that you can use regardless of the field that you work in. You work in the drive through at a previously, you know, unmentioned, you know, chicken joint service company. <laughs> right. Cluck, cluck. All right. Well, let's get those orders handed out the window in less than seven minutes each. Right. I mean, yeah, there are ways, right? It doesn't have to be just a body punching a clock. Right. However, there are people out there that that is they're just totally okay with just being a body punching a clock. That's that's not me. That's and I don't think that's everybody. But for it, sure. it seems like it's but it's it seems too many like people. that it it seems like that it has grown exponentially over the last three to four years. Yes, yeah. I get it. Um, yeah, it's 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 nuts, man. Um, can we talk about self checkouts? I would love you, to hear your theory on. Well, it's not a theory, but it, it's 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 just an incident that occurred. Now, and it, and let's this let's define. Let's be clear on this, okay? Because okay. I feel like we we could get into a gray hair area here with some of our okay. audience that okay. I don't want to lead them down the wrong path. Now you said self self checkout, but I think you mean the express lane, the the short items line. Um, no, self checkout. So, for example, like I went through Walmart yesterday to buy mm -hmm. like some various like spray paint stuff. Major right. working on a project, yeah. And um, I had, I don't know, like I had fifteen items, but I just yeah. went through their little you scan it thing, right? Right. But That's there's no I mean. sign up there that says right. like I can I have to have like a certain number. Thank you very much for going there. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. So for me, the I, I don't even think express checkout, express lanes even exist anymore. Uh, I mean, it's all they do. Like Publix has them. Yeah, but the grocery store, Publix, you've heard of them, right? Yeah, but but everybody's in there. I mean, what I'm saying is they're it, they're th most of the time for me in the express lane. There, it's just not an express. There's no nothing quick about it because the lines out the door. The lines out every. You know, it's there's lines in every check checkout, standard checkout, self checkout. My point is this: are, are you going? Are you going with the Walmart at Christmas thing? Well, you know, no, you know, no. You, do you I'm know going that one? With, I think I do. What, what's, what's that? Do you, go ahead. You well, explain. Walmart it. has what? Like twenty they, checkout lines? Thirty? Yeah, they, they a do. lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's and the busiest? Have, what's the busiest the, time of the year? Yeah, oh, they have. The, they have the self checkout. They have the thing. self checkouts yeah. as well. Yeah, the cubbies. Yes. All right, everybody. Take me up on this one. Do your homework. Have you ever seen Walmart have more than 50% of those lines open, including Christmas time? Oh, <clears throat> I've never. I never have. Now, so is that was here. that your is that your thing? It's like there's always more people that no, need to no, check out than no, there th are. This this is a you've been here. You've been to this. Yeah, particular I know. Store. I know. I know the Safeway. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Every lane is open. I mean, in this store. Trying to find something express to check out is like 
the single $100 bill in the middle of that huge machine where you the put a quarter bill. in and yeah. you drop the yeah. thing down and you pick it up to get it, the you claw. never get it. Yeah. yeah, the claw, right? Yeah. Well, they expanded the self-checkout lanes, took out two regular checkout stands yeah. to expand the self-checkout. Now what you have in self-checkout, instead of just one basket to come through to check out, I am seeing more and more people with just like boatloads of product that are taking their time. They're setting stuff oh, on you, the floor. You jest, but I think that guy actually is loading his boat up with like they come in absolutely, off the dock. Yes, they and, are. Yeah. This is a different world here. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, that they should regulate that stuff. This is what bothers me about these things is that we're just supposed to accept the way this is. If I've got a thing of ice cream in my hand to check out and all i got to do is go up to one of those boop 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 boom boom yeah. i'm out right right i can't get there because this yahoo's got two baskets full of stuff going and he doesn't even have the room to park both baskets in the lane where he's at i can't get my stuff in there to get it done i'm just i'm, I'm questioning the self-checkout process there's no incentive to do it anymore. It used to be because I could get through quick. I don't have to deal with anybody. Right. I can bag it myself the way I like to bag it, and I'm done. But, There's no incentive anymore for that. Well, they don't have to pay somebody to ha handle your stuff, so that means you get a discount on your You stuff. should get a discount. Yeah, you should get a discount. Exactly. <laughs> right? Where's Where is that discount? Right? So. Yeah, so... Um, are we coming off the rails here, man? I mean, as a society, are we, are we, are corporations just, if you have a company like this podcasting hosting platform that thinks it's okay to do something like this and nobody will care. If you have, if you have a company like Netflix who made some recent changes which I think we're going to get into. We are. And, and nobody... It, I mean, is this is this becoming a trend, and is it going to eat us alive? I think it will eat us alive. That's my opinion. And, you know... I how, think it's really going to bite us, man. How do we change course? You know, is is there a way to... Is there a pathway through this? For the smart ones. For the smart people, yeah. I think for the people who have no self-awareness and can't think for themselves, no. Well, but that crowd is growing. So, and, and this is another question that I have. Do, do you feel like that crowd is growing? So, um, mm -hmm. it, it feels to me like we're, we are watching um, all this infighting. You know, politically, if you go on social media, it's us versus them. Both sides. Right. Okay? Right. And... It's not even civil anymore. It's, I want to destroy the other guy. I want to destroy the other Dude, party. I mean, I have seen, everybody has, the videos of the people that just lose their cool over a, a stupid mask. I mean, it's insane to me. I, I, I mean, how do people get to that point in their brain to where they feel like it's okay to scream and lash out at people when you are confined 
to a two foot by four foot section well, that you've paid. I mean, how do I you, mean, how you, do you not? You got nothing but memes, which, you know, basically don't require any critical thought. And you got everybody basically communicating with these quippy little, you know, you know, mm-hmm. ha ha. I, I just, I think. Do you I, think that, do you think that texting and social media is, is a big factor? In this I too? think people have been herded into a, a, almost a cult mindset on, again, on both sides. I think that it's, it's very, so I saw this, I saw this communication, um, a couple days ago on Twitter. By the way, we're on Twitter at the Counter Show, um, and it was a bunch of people talking about how, you know, there needs to be standards in journalism, and we shouldn't allow, you know, this met misinformation, and you know that editorial line has gotten really gray, and people are basically just allowed to kind of present things that aren't even really, there's no factual basis to them anymore. Right. And, you know, people are being misguided and they're being misled. And all it takes is one guy to come on here and, um, you know, make some sort of claim. And then there's going to be a herd of people that are going to follow him. If you read the comments on the Bronco thing we're going to get into in a minute, it, it's it's perfect. Like it points back to that. And I thought, yeah, that's true. Except that haven't we sort of failed ourselves by not teaching people to be? I think so a little bit more self-conscious to be a little bit more independent thinkers. Like somehow we have failed here. And I don't know if it's this way in the rest of the world or not, but I feel like nobody's able to very few people, sorry, our listeners are capable, but very few others are able to just step back and objectively go. Does that really sound like it could be a thing? Right. I mean, how many of these people that, like you said, that they're just followers and they see these memes or they see something, you know, about, you know, like you just said with journalism, you know, the non-factual information getting out there and people take it as, as it's, it's, you know, the gospel, if you will. And that's, that's, that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, you kind of wonder, I mean, do they not read a contract that they're signing? Do they... You know, I mean, do they do they believe everything that they're sold or told when they're purchasing a product? Do they not go out and do their own homework on this stuff? Well, or what? I think I think some of it. I think, um, in terms of the people, I think there's some gullibility there, and I think mm-hmm. we have failed as a as a country to do a better job of teaching. You know, the schools teach you to get an A on the test, right? And you do whatever it takes to get that A, and then you forget that information a day or two later or a week later, right? And, right. and what we ought to be teaching is how to how to constructively solve, like, it's problem solving. It's really analyzing. It's it's more of an analytical nature. It's getting to the, the heart of the, the challenge and the issue and overcoming those challenges, not give me the right answer on a test, right? Mm. Yeah. And 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 I think on the other side, on the media side, and they're to blame for this in in large extent. Um, they're willing to do anything, and J- you and I understand this, Jay. Everything is run by clicks and views. How many Absolutely. views did we get? How many clicks are we getting? Are we trending? What's mm-hmm. our trend this hour? What's what's the trend this week? Like what? How can we kind of get on that train, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've become sort of these slaves to. I mean, as as our pal Boomhauer would say, 
Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.wcom, you got them naked chicks on there, man, you go click, 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 it's real easy, man. I mean, <laughs> I, love I don't think anybody could say it better than that, right? No, Boomhauer was a genius. Absolute genius, man, <laughs> on every subject, every level. Absolute so, genius. So, but there's an element of that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is, man. It's it's like it's like a rabbit hole you go down and you can't get out. You never you can't you can't see the light of day anymore, man. You know, once 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 you get in there and people are just um I think you hit the head of the nail. There's so much gull. It's there's gullibility going on, man. There's a lot of that. People are so gullible in some in some. Can respect. I do? Can I do though? That's not what's on my computer screen. One. I'll do it quick. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you've heard the story. I'm sorry for making you have to listen yes. to this one again. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I'm at a large big box uh, hardware warehouse store. Yeah. Everything okay? You just what need some ear air. What color was it? Man? Blue. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you trying to make me say Lowe's? I'll say Lowe's. Okay. okay it was go, Lowe's. Ahead. go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, I ordered some doors for the call. No, let's call it highs for this story. Highs, highs. Okay. It's highs. I'm at highs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had to do a, a all, all mill work is typically custom order. And no so got some new, got some new appliances, which that was a whole other story that we'll get into another day. And they were too wide for the existing bifold doors to work. So I had to come up with a new solution. So I ordered some a barn door rail and some doors to basically for my laundry closet. Now, these things are 16 inches wide each. They're um, six foot tall. Yeah. Six foot tall. At, at least. Okay. Yeah. So picture in your head, everybody, there's four of these. 16 inches wide, six foot tall. Okay, mm-hmm. I get the phone call. I get the email from Lowe's. Your stuff's in. I, I go to the front customer service area, and there's signs everywhere that says online order pickup right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, lady at the front, um, I don't know. I've never done this before. I have an order of some doors, and there's a rail kit that goes with it. Do I, do I see you? Do I go back to the guy in Millwork that I put the order in with? What do I do? And she's like, give me your phone number. Give me this. Give me that. She's looking up my order. And the minute that I heard this, Jay, I knew I was screwed. She goes, uh, <laughs> do you remember who you talked to? Oh, boy. You, you, those words? Oh, th- yeah. boy. And so she goes, uh, all right, hold on a second. And she's going back to these. Jay knows this, but just to paint a picture here. To these cubbies that are behind the customer service area. They're just like you had in like elementary school, little cubbies that you put your, you know, shoes and your snacks in. Books. Yeah. Yeah. And they they put their online order pickups in these. Now these things are probably like, I don't know, two feet by two feet in a cube. Let's just say two for our yeah, let's say two by two. two. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm politely like I give her a good minute, minute and a half, and I'm like, um, I don't think they're in there. I don't think they're gonna be in there. And she looks at me and she goes, well, it says that they're in S-121 and I'm just trying to, you know, I'm looking here near S-21 to see if somebody put them in the wrong one. And I went, and I, I swear to God, I wasn't trying to be insulting. I just went, these are doors. And she went, do you want to look at my screen? <laughs> and I, I knew I was screwed at that point. because it Well, was like, absolutely. It, yeah. it, it just, it, and of course that, that's so similar to other things that we've joked about 
before with the wiper blade purchases I, at, at the auto parts stores. There is absolutely no critical thought going on at all. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a door. You're looking in a two-by-two two cubicle. This is For this a is, freaking six-foot-tall door. Right. There's no thought process. Four of okay, them. You just told me that these are doors. <laughs> yeah. That they're six feet. I have a cubicle. It says that it's in this cubicle. There's obviously no way that they could fit in there. That's not even computing up there. That's not even happening. And with this, this is the person in charge of like, like I would think front end operations. Like you know, yeah, yeah. sort of running yeah. should, should the customer service side of things. Yeah. yeah. So I I mean and 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 the employers like highs are gonna say well it's the best we could do we can't find good help right now and I I don't that part I don't know how to solve because I know that we do have some some work shortages mm -hmm. and I think honestly you just have to promote the heck out of the ones that are that are doing a good job and and you have to you play to their strengths and yeah. put them in the right positions and set them up for success yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're just trying to put a put a body in a in a in a spot, just because you need an extra body, um, you're almost better suited to just not even have an extra body and ask for a little bit more out of the ones that you can trust and, and pay them well and compensate them for it. And again, I, everybody, you know, I said in the beginning, uh, and and stay with me here just a second. We're about to jump into some meat and potatoes. But um, you know, I said I don't think that this necessarily has limitations on on a social class, meaning, you know, you could be, uh, you could be well compensated at a job. And I don't know that that necessarily means that you're better at that job or at a skill at, at these days. I mean, that's true. I I'm seeing examples of that in the world too, Jay. Are you not also? Absolutely. What's up here? I, all right. Let's take this somewhere practical. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Okay. All okay. right, Jay. Ballpark, ballpark. Not, not, not trying to hold your feet to the fire on anything. Okay. What's a new Ford Bronco cost? Um, starting at about forty-seven thousand. Top in 100, 110? 110. You go nuts. You can load that sucker up. You can get you close could, to hundred k. Yeah. Right. You, it's going to be. Let's just say, for argument's sake, between fifty and hundred grand. Now, fifty grand. Am I going to be able to afford a five-year note on a $50,000 autumn? I don't, I'm, I'm honestly asking this. Mm -hmm. Working at a fast food joint? Probably not. I'm probably going to have to have some sort of corporate job to pay for that, right? Especially if it's not my only vehicle or, and I've got a family. Or three fast food jobs. Or, or you're busting your tail at three. Yes, yeah, so that's possible. Right. Somebody who really is a go-getter and wants to wants to have that Ford Bronco. Yes. So, so somebody with money, this is my point. I know. Got their hands on a Ford Bronco. <laughs> do you want to do you want to break this to the to the audience, or do you want do you want me to? Well, I'm sure that. Well, you go ahead. You you started it. You break break us <laughs> in. I'm there. I'm I'm waiting on you. So Kyle. we got a guy that honestly, it's just it's just dumbass city. He took his Bronco oh. out on a sandbar and he got it stuck. And apparently, now this happened in, if I'm not mistaken, Maine. It's Bahaba. Okay. Bahaba, <laughs> Maine. Thank you for that. How long did you practice that? I didn't. Ha I, I just. I'm very aware of what part of the country it is. I, I, I've learned over the years. I, I guess right. I classify as 
someone who knows who's so, done their homework. Now, I, I read this on Car and Driver. The guy, I don't know if it's a guy, could have been a lady to be fair, drove it out um, on the sandbar, apparently didn't pay attention to all the warning signs that point to dangerously high tides in the area. Uh, there's crowd reports of them doing donuts. I can't confirm that nor deny it. Right. Apparently out having a little fun, got it stuck and had to leave it there. So now his brand new Bronco, uh, which and I say brand new because there ain't nobody had one more than a year at this point, <laughs> right. um, is underwater. Right. And why is it underwater? Did you? I, I know why. Well, um, the tides came in, right? The tides came in and it's posted everywhere danger due to excessively high it's this area is known for excessively high tides and um so this dude's just out there on the sandbar just burning donuts and he gets it stuck and he he just he's stuck he can't get it out and the tide came in really really quick and um now it's uh kind of uh got submerged so i feel like there is this and again this goes back to what we were just talking about. Everybody that's joining us on the YouTube side, thank you. Um, we do a little bit of a long-form thing sometimes. We we have a podcast you can find on our website at partscounterguru.com where we got into a little bit of the mentality behind this behavior. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like this is another example of that behavior in thinking with i guess not thinking right no objectivity you you have a just because it's a four-wheel drive doesn't mean it's it's impervious to the elements right four-wheel drives still get stuck they do and this has a you know the the bronco itself is able to survive fording through 30 and 33 and a half inch deep water hey let me ask you a question you live you live close to a harbor or a sound or what technically what's it called bay um bays yes okay when the water I leaves live in the, on the sound yeah okay when when the water leaves that area when the tides recede when they go mm-hmm. go out i guess you right. would say okay yeah. mm-hmm. the earth underneath where that water was yes yeah hard as a you rock get, no 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 muddy you get stuck and that's like quicksand you know, right it's co- it's a coastal yeah it's a coastal plain it's it, it is it's like quicksand so you can, if you're wearing shoes in that stuff you're, and you are able to get yourself unstuck, I will guarantee you most likely you're not pulling your shoes out. Okay. So just because your Bronco can for, is capable of driving through mud doesn't even necessarily mean, even if it's 18 inches of that mud, that could be enough to put a stop oh, to things. Absolutely. Right. Um, I mean, look, the, the the person that was driving this thing um obviously not very aware of things around him maybe not even deserving to even deserve to own one of these things um not knowing this type of thing and I, what i liked so much about this oh man please please yes it's <laughs> the comments you know, yeah, you, you go ahead and get started. We'll, we'll get you started on that. But um, it says perhaps uh, the the, la- the lack of knowledge can be explained by the truck's New Jersey plates. And he was in because um, <laughs> he's not a local. Yeah, they're going to they're going yeah. to give him that. But the comments were pretty funny. Um, um, 
Clear one owner. <laughs> Clean Go Carfax ahead. one owner only one owner only used for mild off roading. <laughs> right, 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 right. Of course, it's the same guy doing donuts in 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 what field? There's a field. <laughs> Ice cold air conditioning, fresh as the sea breeze. <laughs> That's so. Crazy, oh man. yeah. Um, soon the phrase Bronco driver is going to have a specific meaning in the culture the same way the phrase BMW driver means something that you don't have to explain. That's an interesting... I, But, you know, and, and I, I, I hate that, but there's probably some truth to it that, um, you know, we could... Ford <laughs> success could be a, a weird, odd stigma that happens, right? Hey, yeah, hey, check this out. A fool and their money are soon parted. <laughs> again and again and again and again. I guess the uh, I guess the owner was testing the marine grade vinyl. <laughs> Someone didn't learn from playing the Oregon Trail. Don't ford the river; it never works. <laughs> yes. Oh man, man, dysentery man, man, man. soon to follow. Uh, let's see here. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the tide is so high, I'm moving on, Blondie. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, look, we we could punch this punch this hard, man. But, I mean, it's just, again, it kind of falls right into what we've been talking about, you know? Um, just, have we just, you're waiting for somebody out there to say, hey, you can't drive through that, man. You know, read the sign, man. Read the sign. So, um, yes. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, okay, I was gonna transition. Is it is it oh, time? If you want to transition, we can transition. <laughs> Look, I, this is so weird. I mean, usually, um, uh, I'm I'm stuck on this um, sandbar here, and um, I can't get out. Well, I tell you how to fix it. I tell you what you do. You just take them dang old spark plugs out, and then that little hole. You just put a little hole around there, just like Bobby Unsubs. It's like it go boom, boom, just like that. Just like that, Jay. Just like that, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. So when you go when you go stay places, man, um, yeah. like hotels and stuff. Yeah. Um, do you ever have like this? I mean, do you really want to sleep in the pool? That's an interesting question. Depends on how much adult beverage content I've consumed. Well, I mean, I've been to the the, the swim up bars at at pools. Um. You're never supposed to get to the punchline at the beginning of a joke, but uh, Jay, I don't think they're sleeping. Oh, <laughs> ah, oh. yeah. I okay. Gotcha. Can you? Yeah. Uh, do I have the? Uh, yeah. Do I? Do I? Yeah. I somewhere. Um, here it is. Well, no, that's not it. It's that one. There you go. Oh, that is. So, talking about a little pearl sweets. So what Jay is talking about is we found a co- now Italian design, of course. You would it, not surprised at all, right? That it's Italian yeah. designers. Yeah. Hope it's not the same Italian designers that collaborated on uh, new new DeLorean. By the way, got a video on that out. You guys make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check her out. So they're calling them pearl sweets. They're floating hotel rooms. Right. Um, now these things have a retractable. The, 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 it's half a circle on the water, right? And it has a retractable shield for privacy. I guess half that circle. This literally looks like a like. 
I think I've seen Roger Moore in one of these at the end of a James Bond movie. I'm pretty sure you have too. Uh, as in fact, I yeah, I have. Um, um so they they got the uh they got obviously the big bed there. It looks like they've got a little desk with a little uh TV monitor off to the side cuz who doesn't want to do a little work while you're, you know, out floating around on the bay? Right. Um you got a little bathroom in the back. I'm not sure if you, you know, saw that. You probably did. And uh, they appear to have a uh, they have a they have a, a motor they have a propeller they have a prop underneath that has a navigation system on it uh, the way the design uh, showed to me there was kind of a central like main area like a big big one that was kind of the dock that was like the right. hotel concierge or whatever area yeah and then you could take these things out and kind of just. I wonder what the range would be like. I wouldn't want to be 10 feet from the one next to us for previously mentioned reasons of not sleeping. Right. Right. And, you know, the motion of the ocean and all that. But uh, how far away can you get from the the main dock? Yeah, you know? I, that's what I don't know. They have motors on these things. I mean, are you going to let the you're going to let the occupants drive these things around or are you going to have a kind of a remote controlled situation? Yeah, so I didn't see any way for the occupants to navigate this thing. I do see the motor, I do see the anchor. Um and also just so you guys know, this thing is um um it's very well balanced. So in other words, the the part of this hotel suite, um, they they call them pearl suites, by the way. Looks it like has, half a pearl floating on the water. Looks like half a pearl floating on water, right? And so they the the body floats around it, you know, while this the the actual area where you're sleeping, the living area itself stays flat, stable, and never it never takes on. The motion of the water that it gotcha. is in, yeah, um, it's pretty cool. Um, but but what? Who who does this? Why? I mean, what's the? Well, if you I can't mean, get TikTok, I mean, I don't see that this is going to be very popular. Sorry, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't quit with the uh, bashing of the uh, yeah. But um, Laz- Lazzarini, I mean, is the Italian designer. Does it work in certain uh, resort, ocean resort communities? Is that it would maybe? have to be it would have to be in a controlled environment have to be to where let's say um, it would be roped off or uh, they have special rights to the water that they're using so that you don't get some uh, it, jackass in a yeah, you know, some dude ro- cigarette boat through. <laughs> exactly Don Johnson on hot pursuit right yeah. Pier Paolo Pier Paolo Lazzarini. Um, okay. Uh, he's the Italian designer. Um, and, uh, he has artistic visualization and prototyping skills is what they say. So he's got his finger in just about everything, man. Um, did you see that he had some solar uh, panels hidden underneath the the deck cover? I did. There's a lot of interesting things going on with this. It's kind of, it's really well thought out. Me personally, not for me. I mean, I would rather have a hotel room. Um, up on the shore and then go get on a boat and take the boat out and hang out for the day and come back in and, and dock it and move on, go about my business. Right. I don't think I could sleep in this thing and, and be out on the water. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, but, but, but I mean, who, who does this stuff? I mean, what, what, I mean, is, I guess this is the, 
the same same people renting these things are the same guys buying the Countach, I guess. Oh, I was gonna go, you know, parking the Bronco in the middle of the sandbar, but uh... <laughs> that dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, probably so, man. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty cool. But they get into a little bit of everything. They got a lot of projects going on. They get, they get into automotive stuff. Um, they get into um, uh, aerospace and architecture. They've got some bigger things out there. I was checking out. The Pearl Suites being looks like to be the smallest. They have one that's called a Wayland. Uh, Wayland is a new offshore living experience, a floating city made of modular pyramids that offers different living and entertainment facilities, including hotels, shops, spas, gyms, bars, and cinemas, uh, completed with solar panels and water turbines for energy supply. The project aims to provide a new offshore living experience within a self-sustainable community. That I get because that's like a floating. I mean, that's like going on a big cruise, like Carnival Cruise or something. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot yeah. of space. See, I'm a space guy. I, you, you start. Wait, squint. did you say space guy? Red alert! All hands to battle stations. All right. Sorry. S- speaking of space guys. <laughs> no, no. We'll finish your thought. Yeah, I'll. I'll we'll but, get back. Yeah. But I mean, I'm one of those guys where I I, I don't. I'm, I'm a bit claustrophobic. I gotta have a. a, a uh, uh, a plane of view. I've got to be able to see. You know what I mean? So you wouldn't necessarily be a good candidate for the new Disney Galactic Star Cruiser Star Wars Hotel. Do you know about this? Um, I've I've heard of it, but I don't know if I'd be okay. a candidate or not. So it just opened, and basically the concept is while you're in this hotel, and I think it's a two or three day stay. Right. Um. You are completely immersed in... You're supposed to be on a spaceship, okay? Right. Even the transport shuttles uh, that they, they use to take you to the hotel are, are are special. So it doesn't look like, for example, you're just riding in a taxi or an Uber or, or a bus, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you go on this thing. You're, your windows in your room, everything is... You see stars outside. Huh. There's no... The meals, you have aliens, like, walking around in the common areas in costume. Well, look, look, if the plane of view for me is space where I can physically, it gives me the, the like, I, I can see. Yeah. Out, I'm good with that. But it's when, I, when I'm when i looking and I'm looking at a wall. And I'm like, and, and then right next to me is another wall. I'm like right in the middle. I, like, I couldn't live in a... A narrow canyon. So you wouldn't be good in the trash compactor from Star Wars uh, where, you know, they were. Yes, uh, there okay. you go. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. So right. as long as I'm not sliding down one of those chutes yeah. into that, yeah. I could probably handle that. Because I, like I said, if it's if it's an animation of the space and moving things out there and it makes it tricks me to think that it's. Yeah. Yeah. Then that psychological uh, aspect of being claustrophobic is taken away from me. But no, I, I don't know that I could I could. If the roof was open all the time, yes. But then, you know, they might see me doing my business in there, man. Or you just get hot, you know, in the sun, yeah. right? Good. Now, here's one question. It has a it has a bathroom in it? Yeah. Yeah. Where does that go? Oh, uh, that's easy. Now, I know, I know. The funny joke is you just, you know, dump the dump the uh dump the number two Z out into the uh into the yeah, bay yeah, area. Really? Right? Really? Really? Yeah, or yeah. as yeah, Boomhauer. No, I've been thinking about y'all and y'all dang old bottom and all what's going to get moving again. I think y'all ought to go jogging and swimming in a water bunch, man. They're going to be bad having you pooping just like you used to, man. I, I know it's going to work. So uh, it's holding tanks, just like in an RV, just like on a right. boat. Or a boat. And, yeah, and they I go know. up to the dock and they uh, fl- flush them out. 
Right. Yeah. Bigger boats that have airplanes have do it those. too. Yeah. 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 It's I I know I get that, but still it's just like yeah, ah, it's, it's more kinda... fun to think about like uh, turds yeah. floating up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway, gotcha. check 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 Pearl Suites out, man. Those are those are cool. They got a uh, that's a the it's a LazariniDesignStudio.com. Check them out. Um, I, and uh, make sure you go over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Give us button, the comments please. on this. I want to hear yeah. your thoughts, everybody, on this. This is an odd one, uh, even for us. L- l- yeah. l- this could get interesting. Let us know what right. you think. So I've seen the latest episode of Picard. Okay. Okay. Yes. So let's go. All well, right. now I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Okay. So let's... Um, Man, I was gonna I was gonna do something, but now I think we get in we get into Netflix here in a minute because it's just gonna fit. Okay. Okay, I got. Uh, you. So um, I've got a problem, Jay. Got a problem, you got me. <laughs> uh, I get hooked on these shows, and they've gone back to the old way. You know, you guys that were all can't wait till you know we get back to normal with COVID. Everybody was like, can't wait till we get back to normal. Can't wait till we get to normal. <laughs> right? can't, you know? Yeah. And then, and then we get. Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus or whatever it is and and, and Netflix Plus. and it's season three of Ozark now streaming the entire season come get it right and I'm like right. woohoo binge watching this weekend right yep and now we're watching Jay and I are watching Star Trek Picard good good show right good show oh, fantastic Paramount Plus yep and they're piecemealing us this freaking show one freaking week at a time yep and i can't i can't i can barely i can barely contain myself yeah okay? this is a show that this is one of those shows that i could binge watch and just get it all done so here's what i did on a whim i started watching star trek discovery oh have you seen it it follows picard oh no well i'm only in season one have you seen it um, I haven't watched it, but what I'm saying is, is that whenever I'm watching Picard, oh, it's it's yeah, it, it goes right into it, and so we've okay. been kind of holding off on getting into that. So one. I think there are three seasons available right now. If there are, there might be four. I think it's okay. three, but yeah. yeah, I'm not going to throw any spoilers out here, but I will tell you, you will be pleasantly surprised. Okay, that's good to know. I haven't gone there yet because I, I was not that thrilled with some of the previous attempts at carrying that, this on. As w- I was in the same boat with you, and I was like, oh, man, is this going to yeah. be one of these? And then I gave it a chance, yep. and I'm like, oh, holy cow. Now, for you guys that were huge Walking Dead fans, mm. um, which you I don't know, you may not have been a Walking Dead fan, but one of the major characters on The Walking Dead, Shaniqua Martin-Green, is mm. one of the key stars of Star Trek Discovery, and she's okay. fantastic. Okay, well, I'm, um, I'm going to say I'm on it. I felt like the acting in the pilot episode was a little weak, but it yeah. don't worry, it you you Picks get up, right past no that. problem. Yep, and it is it is everything that you loved about both the original series and the Next Generation, and possibly even a little Deep Space Nine thrown in there for good measure. It's all mm. in here. It's all nice. in there. That's that's killer. Now I will say this to err on their side. Um, when Picard first came out. I was a, a bit skeptical after episode one. I was too. Yeah. And um, but I remember when you watched it, you said, "Hey, just give it, give it," because yeah. you were a little ahead of me. So just give it a shot, and boom, episode two and three, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm I am all in here." Now, did you know that they are filming? So we're in season two right now. Mm-hmm. They filmed season two and 
season three back to back. They just finished filming season three. Okay. Um, this is all over the news. I, I, I mean, season three is not out. I don't really see how this can be a spoiler. If you didn't know this, hopefully you won't be upset with me for telling you. But at, by the time season three is done, most of the major cast and crew from uh, TNG will have appeared in Picard. I mean, LeVar Burton's back as Jordy, Michael Dorn, uh, Worf, Gates McFadden, Beverly Crusher. Um, yep. Riker's already been in it. Data's already been in it. Brent Spiner, right. I guess, technically. Right. Um, right. Yeah, there might be a couple of others that I'm forgetting, but the, the, most of the uh, the original... Oh, uh, uh, Marina... Um, what was Goldie. her name? Uh, the Counselor, Troy. She's Whoopi been Goldberg, in it already, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so it, yes, they are, uh, course Guinan. Yep. 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 So by the time season three is done, they, and it, I saw a picture yesterday that they posted on social media of the crew of the cast. Yeah. They yeah. finished filming. So this is great. it's going to be a little bit of a reunion. I think this is great. I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, who was the kid again? Uh, Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> it was Will Wheaton. You're not Will aware Wheaton. of the internet right. meme, Shut Up, Wesley? Yes, that's it. He yeah. he did a lot of those guest spots on um, Big Bang Theory, which I loved. I need I need that sound drop, Shut Up, Wesley. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and it's just fantastic, man. But anyway, he's he's done well for himself since that and finding new ways to kind of invent himself in certain series and, and spot cameos here he's and there. He's a polarizing and, guy. Like, he stirs I people so. up one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, I, I I crack up at him, man. Um, yeah, definitely. But I I love uh, Picard. It's a refreshing take on on this thing. And um, did you like the latest episode? Uh, I did. I I feel like we're getting into uh, character development territory here, where I'm really the characters are growing on me. Yeah, like I'm really becoming attached to. Um, you know, who doesn't love seven, right? Like everybody loves seven of nine, right? Like, I mean, at least all the guys do, but, um, Christos, Chris, yes, yeah. I, that guy first season, I was like, yeah, all right, this guy's just a hot rod. You know, he's kind of a Han Solo. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's, he's got his own character. It's, it's interesting. You it's know? pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. I did like, I, I love the ending uh, yeah. of this, this, yeah. this last episode. It was great. Yes. Yeah, and the way that they are mixing, and you don't realize it until you think about it. I wonder how many people this will be lost on. Kind of current events, social social issues, which Star mm-hmm. Trek has always done. Absolutely. In in this show is really brilliant. Yeah, that's carrying on the torch for Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. You know, that's what he was all about. So that's on Paramount Plus, which I've unfortunately now I'm back to cable bill prices with all the so a la carte. Let, let's you know, let's let's talk about before, and I know where we're going. Yeah. So that's Paramount Plus. Yeah. What else do you subscribe to? Uh, so we have Apple TV Plus. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, technically, like if if we're if you're the judge and we're in court and you're asking me to like on the record, <laughs> we're not paying for it because we bought a computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comes with it, and we got a. Like six months, yeah, yeah. Most, most, most of all of your devices that you're able to stream with, yeah, 
will come with some sort of free period of Hulu or yep. uh, Apple TV, like Apple TV Plus. Apple yep. TV comes with most of the Apple devices. And then, of course, Arcade, uh, the gaming side of that. They, you know, There's so many different things you get with these devices now. But, man, I, I got to tell you, I am so guilty of it. When when I see something's coming out and it's like on some other streaming app yep. that I don't have, I'm I'm yep. there. I so, will go get it, and I've got them all. It's that's crazy. why. So I have HBO Max, and that's why because there was a couple movies that came I, out that we wanted ooh. to see, and yeah. I went and got HBO Max for it. And honestly, the content on HBO Max is is very good, and we just kept it. And let's see, there's one other one that oh, uh, uh, Showtime we did for Dexter. Yeah. Well, and, you, uh, I mean, have you heard? I mean, what about IMDb is going to start streaming free with uh, Amazon? Yeah, they already are. So, yeah, so, um, so that's Amazon. You got that with Amazon. Then you have Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I used to watch a show called um, Leverage, which was yeah, uh, yeah. I've heard of, but never watched it. And I then, know what you're and then about, yeah. they basically reboot. It's like a seventh season or whatever. And IMDb is the IMDb part, is yeah, the yeah. okay. So right. um, now. Um, I did you know Disney Plus actually is full control over Disney? I'm sorry, Disney has full control over Hulu now. So that's a that's yeah, a Disney so, product. Well, we we also we we purchase ESPN Plus as well. Okay, we stream ESPN, but we we have to buy the ESPN Plus. Right, and we do that for because we're Nashville Predators fans. Right. And we're not in the same market, so in order for us to watch every game, we have to have ESPN Plus or the NHL Network. Uh, or Bally Sports or whatever, you know. There, there's a lot of different networks that these, yeah. depending on what market you're in. Um, yeah, well, and ES- I, I have this, yeah, we have the MLB for obvious reasons. Yeah, so yeah. ESPN Plus is like the go-to for us. And, of course, I I do uh, NFL Sunday Ticket, um, which is only available on um, DirecTV. So I have to buy that streaming. Yeah, man. It's, you're, just, it's, y- it's nuts. Yeah. Now, let's get into... Why we're having this discussion about streaming. All right. So um, I honestly think Netflix fell asleep at the wheel. Um, and I, I'm i going to beg to differ. This is the second podcast in a row, the second week in a consecutive week that I've taken issue with something on Bloomberg. You, remember that, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. By the way, full podcast, partscounterguru.com. Click on the podcast links. you find us there. Thank you, guys. Yep. Um, so Bloomberg, uh, a lot of people have reported this, and I've seen it on four or five different uh, news feeds, but Net- Netflix, Netflix shares plunge 30% af- after massive subscriber loss. Okay, that's a little bit misleading. Now, back to the big picture of this particular podcast episode which we're probably going to call hell to hell in a handbasket because that's where we're headed if we don't turn some things around. This is extremely misleading. People are going to read this and they're going to immediately go sell their their stock in Netflix and they're going to basically think that Netflix has like right. shot themselves in the foot, right? right? Which is not true if you understand. So give give <laughs> us some details here, Jay. What do you got? All right. Well, uh basically based on what they're saying their their stocks uh tumbled 39% um and extended a sell-off that has set on course for a $60 billion wipeout in market value is what they say. But they, that's because of an announcement that they made. Right. Okay. They lost um, 200,000 customers in the first quarter of this year, and it is the first time that it has lost uh, 
uh, subscribers like this since 2011, and it projected it will shrink by another 2 million customers in the second quarter. Whoa. Now, some of that has to be. Right. Due due to what's going on over in the Ukraine, which I think they cut Netflix um, uh, off from streaming over there, which which was a loss of nearly, uh, nearly. Russia, yeah. Yeah, right. Russia. Nearly, uh, I think it's like 700,000 subscribers. They yeah. said nearly a million subscribers. Oh, but come on, lost. man. Those guys weren't paying for it anyway. That was all a bunch of Russian hackers stealing my <laughs> password, right? Right, right. But the bigger thing is, is and we'll get into this, is that, um, so, and what, what, what you were saying, you kind of think that Netflix, you know, fell asleep at the wheel here a little bit. Uh, and they may very well have, because while they were busy going for the big picture, the bigger prize. Yeah. You had all these other little uh, streaming apps starting to pop up. You had Paramount Plus claim this, Disney claim yeah. this. This is the so they had rights to only uh, air those uh, specific um, movies or series yep. on yep. those and took them away from Netflix. So Netflix went all in and Amazon started down this road too, and they're partially, you know in the same boat of movies, big budget movies made for Netflix, right? Like you had mm-hmm. headliners, like, I mean, big names, Wahlberg. Uh, I can't even begin the, uh, re- um, what, uh, Ryan Reynolds, who all the ladies love, right? Right. Um, and Ryan Reynolds, uh, <laughs> you had, uh, Dwayne Johnson, I think did some, you had, uh, um, I mean, there, there's no end here. I'm not going to sit and rattle them all off. But Netflix went down this road of we're going to do big budget movies. And they lost sight of when COVID happened, this what we were talking about, the binge watching, the streaming, which ne- Netflix was famous for the binge watching. You could just go watch an entire show, right? Like mm-hmm. all seasons. And they that content has it's. I find myself watching Netflix less. Now, there has been some good ones. I love Lost in Space. Yep. Um, but why didn't they... They could have carried that on longer. That that series could have gone and gone and gone and gone. Budget, but I think that they... Yeah. I think it was an expen- too expensive to maintain. Right. And so, right. you know, they're, they're in this situation now where even though Ozark's great and Lost in Space was great... They don't have anything currently to compete with, and this is where it hurts. You know, Disney mm-hmm. doing all the Marvel stuff. Falcon and the Winter right. Soldier, WandaVision, right. uh, Loki. Uh, trying to think, there's, I mean, uh, oh, The Mandalorian. I mean, right. you know, and that's all stuff like they've got, it seems like every quarter, they've got, that's not not a mistake, that they've got some new high-end blockbuster show coming mm-hmm. out, and Netflix really can't, they can't compete with that. There is no Star Trek for Picard. There is no, you know, Halo, which I was a big, you know, gay, I literally bought my first Xbox to play Halo. Right. You know, and what has Netflix got to compete with that? So I think they fell, they fell asleep at the wheel. They weren't producing TV show serial content. Right. Like they right. should have been. And, you know, while, and, and again, you had all these other streaming um, companies, like I said, Disney, which specializes yep. in specific things. They target a specific target audience. Netflix hasn't really done that. Well, don't um, forget, Netflix had, and and they took uh, a risk in the initial two or three that they did this with. They had some Marvel superhero shows. They had uh, Daredevil. Yeah. 
They had I that. Uh, Jessica Jones. They had. Um, They're not uh, allowed anymore, though, right? They no, can't well, stream those. they bought the rights back. Yeah, Disney took them back. Okay. Right. So, but but did Netflix learn? Hey, man, these are huge hits. Like we should go develop something similar. Mm-hmm. Let's do it with DC Universe or whatever. Right. Well, no. Now right. instead of that, like you have HBO doing the DC Universe. So they right. again. They didn't. They had some successes, and they didn't learn from those successes. I think they all just started lighting cigars with hundred dollar bills, and right, which is what I said initially. They they were putting their their eyes were set on the big, the bigger prize, not realizing that the foundation that they had started was getting eaten away slowly but surely by other companies out there like Disney and right. and and CBS with with or Paramount, I should say. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I do think that they they fell on. Um, they, they were resting comfortably, and they were not paying attention to close enough attention to what was going on around them, and they lost some customer base. That's where a lot of this customer base has gone is to these other streaming apps. Um, and you know, they said, I mean, what, what did I say? This lose a forty-five billion dollars in losses. I think so. Now. You bring up a good point here, and there's a an analyst that pointed this out. Is the guy's name's uh, Russ Mould? He's a director at AJ Bell. He said, you know, right. a big problem with Netflix is, is that it's too easy to leave the service. No, 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 no. We are not going down that road. Right. This is Jay. What I said about in a previous podcast about the customer being the shareholders. So right. I guarantee you that Russ is over here thinking about the shareholders. He's right. like, well, we should lock these people in so they can't leave. Or not. How about that? Because right. right. we all love subscription models, right, Jay? Don't you love subscription? You love your cable <laughs> subscription model, right? Let's all do contracts, right? Like, right. we all yeah. love co- cell phone contracts, anybody? Let's all talk about how great those are, right? Right. Yeah. If they go down a contract model, people will just bolt. They'll walk away. They'll bail. I will. I'll be the first one in How line about to bail. Instead of locking people into your crappy content, you produce better content, and then they won't want to leave. Exactly. That's how you solve the problem. Now, and they have also taken a lot of criticism for jacking up their prices in consecutive years. Like, was it like the last four or five years, they've jacked up yeah. their prices like two or three times. Right. And I mean, it's really expensive. They're the most expensive streaming service out there right now. They're they're in the sixteen dollar range, easily. And now, yep. yeah, now now they're 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 going for another model where you can have a cheaper version of it. And look out, people! Here we come. Where there's going to be advertising on it. Oh boy, don't we love that? Ugh. Now I will say this: this is one of the things that I do not like about watching Picard. You've got the same. I, I've got that same one where I paid yes. for the. It was the lesser expensive, and I have to put up with the yep. commercials. Every, I got to put up yeah. with. The, I cannot fast forward. And if I rewind and it's near a commercial, you got to watch the commercials. You got to watch the commercials yeah. again. It's ridiculous, yeah. man. Um. So, but they're going to do it. They're going to do gonna it. They're going to do it. And they're absolutely going to do it. This is this is the issue that I have with that. And again, previous podcast, check us out, partscounterguru.com. We go into this. You're shifting focus on who the customers are. And, right. and it's not the people watching your content, consuming your content. You're trying to keep right. your shareholders happy. Do you remember XM Radio, Sirius Radio, commercial free? Do you remember hey. the slogan 100% commercial free? Yeah. That lasted, yeah. didn't it? 
Yeah, right, right? exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was, hey, who, at first it was, who's going to pay for radio? And right. then people said, well, there's no commercials. So you basically, right. they, you know, you don't have to listen to commercials, which offsets the cost. So they're going to do a subscription model. Doing both is going to get you in trouble very quickly. Absolutely. A subscription model and commercialization. Right. This I just is think why people love, aren't going to stand for it. This is why I love Apple Radio, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. It, it is, it's a paid subscription. Um, now, to share it across the board, you got to pay an additional cost for a family plan, which right. is fine. Um, I get that. But there's no commercials on this thing. And I, and I love it. That's why I, I listen to Apple Music most of the time, Apple Radio most of the time. Plus, it remembers what I've 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 played and it builds my my library yeah. so that I know what I'm getting. I love that about it. Whereas Sirius XM does not do that. Um, it will remember your favorite stations, that sort of stuff on the streaming version. Right. Um, obviously the the in car stuff is the live stuff is it's a lot different than the streaming side right. of it. But I, failure to this happens to a lot of companies is they, they hit a certain threshold the failure to continue to innovate they're too big they're not agile anymore yeah right right and absolutely I, and, and you know and this is what netflix has gotten themselves into and um and if you're a, if you're you know to err on bloomberg's side here as far as the stocks go this is a big deal if you are a shareholder um, it, it took a big dump, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. huge dump. But that's everybody jumping on the bandwagon at one time and starting to sell off stock because of it. Right. I mean, if you think about it in the bigger picture, that is a loss. But go look at how many subscribers they still have. You know. If, yeah, if, or go look at how their share spiked early in the COVID pandemic because everybody was consuming their content, right? Right, right. Now, if Elon can get Starlink up, that might help. It's it's working in some places. Speaking of uh, automotive visionaries, all right, let's let's ra- let's 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 bring this to a close and finish on uh, n- who else but Rivian. Oh boy, you know. Okay, so another uh, another sign of the times, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Rivian's in the news. R.J. Scarringe is in the news. Uh, apparently he gave an, a couple interviews in recent weeks and he spoke to supply chain shortages and issues, which are still ongoing. Right. And he's under a lot of pressure right now because he can't make enough vehicles fast enough to basically get his company in the green. Right. And it's got, it's got his, um, you know, he just went public guys. And his shares have fallen by sixty percent so far this year. Oh, and I trust me as a shareholder, I'm well aware. Now, yeah. what was it? Uh, it's been less than six months that they've been public, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, and that was November of 2021 okay. is the yep. initial public offering, and the shares sank hard in March after Rivian cut the production forecast for 2022 in half to just 25,000 vehicles. Now, we Keith and I have been covering the supply shortages for two years now we we the chip shortage and then it turned into all these other things but there's much more to this story that you know people need to realize and especially these smaller startup companies like this um the way the supply chain works in in the automotive industry when you have companies that are supplying body panels or electronic components or chips or whatever to ford 
or a GM or a Volkswagen group, um, those guys are going to get that stuff first. They're going to allocate that product to them first. Okay. So which puts a small company like this even further at risk. There's an element here in the journal. This is just becoming an issue with me is these guys leading you down a path in journalism that maybe is not accurate. So the, the one that I'm reading is out of Yahoo News, and, and mm-hmm. they give a quote. RJ says, I have to call up semiconductor supplier Y mm-hmm. and say, this is how many supplier X gave us and get everybody comfortable because the system's unproven. Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying, I got to call one up and go, well, you, I'm getting more than that from these guys. Surely you guys can give me some more, too. Right. And you're saying, like, that is true because your yeah. bigger players like Volkswagen, they're holding oh. out, you know, they're... They're not, the supply isn't completely exhausted, right? Right. Um, no, the so, supplies are there. Yeah. But they are, they are allocated so, to yes. specific. So, yes. so Scarage is basically making the case that those suppliers are holding back a little bit, which I think is, is true, and you yeah. in the industry have seen oh, that. Oh, I'm certain it is. Um, Yahoo is kind of the news. They're kind of painting it like he's kind of BSing his way through this, like, they're making the case that there are other reasons causing the the, the production shortages and mm-hmm. that he can't produce the vehicles, mm-hmm. and he's using this as a cover. Well, let me just ask you, Jay, because we've mm-hmm. we've reported on him a lot. We've reported on RJ, right. the CEO of Rivian, quite a bit. Right. Yep. One of the things that we repeatedly call out is how upfront, open, and absolutely transparent he is, right, to his customers. Right. Yeah, he is. So either is, that was all a sinister plan to lead up to this. Right. Or there is no sinister plan and he's still being honest. Yeah. No. The, look, the bottom line is, is that he is he is faced with the challenges just like any major company auto manufacturer is out there. And what he is saying is very true. Um, what RJ is saying, there are no smoke and mirrors. He is not plotting anything. When he when he came out and said we've got to raise costs, um, I believe that um, how he went about trying to recoup maybe some of his losses initially, um, it bit him hard and fast. But he came back and said, "Okay, I made a mistake. Um, you guys, I promised you this price, so you get to keep it this price. But if you're going to buy this vehicle from here to four, and you haven't you don't have a reservation, this is what it's going to cost you." He's passing it on to the consumer just as it is being passed on to him from the supplier. Um, and, you know, this stuff is not going to go away with Rivian. And, I, again, some of these smaller companies like a Mullen or a Fisker or, you know, that are just now really getting, getting DeLorean. the wheels. DeLorean. All of these, you know, it, it kind of makes you wonder how in the world are they going to pull this off? How so, are they going to do this? Let me add some 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 clarity to just exactly how painful this is. So uh, RJ says that these Rivians ha- have on average about 2,000 parts for each vehicle produced. Okay? Right, right. He's saying that the supply shortage right now is less than one half of 1% of those parts. Yeah, it's a half percent. Yeah, so less that's, than one half, but yeah, so that's about like, 4%. Yeah. 0.4%, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking a couple dozen parts here. Yeah, but that he those, can't get that are holding up the entire production of each right. vehicle. Yes. Yes. 
Absolutely. I, we have had this conversation on this show before about how that works. Um, because most of these manufacturers work in what we call a JIT mode or just in time mode. They are not warehousing the product. Um, they are expecting timely deliveries to get these things done. And when they're stuck in the middle of we can't deliver, then guess what? You have to cut production. You have to stop production. Typically, those, those, are, those people who are committed to you and that are supplying you are heavily fined if you're a GM, if you're a Ford. Um, and this is why when it comes to these types of shortages, a little old company like Rivian, they they have to suffer more than than a Ford right. and a GM because they're going to get those the, the big three is what we used to call the big three It's no longer the big three it's actually the big two in my opinion GM right. and Ford right um, because Chrysler Dodge in general is not even itself anymore um, gosh what Stellantis is like the big twenty right or something <laughs> yeah oh, it, yeah it's but it's a global. But it's a global uh, model. Yeah, ex, yeah. Ex, absolutely. But this is what happens in these situations. So um, RJ has always been open, and this is what we have said, and he is telling you straight up the struggles that he has had. And um, unfortunately, um, people are buying into some of the media that it was a planned tactic by him. <sighs> like a bait-and-switch type tactic, and it's not the case. This is just not the case. He's being very truthful here. I, I will say this. If anybody can pull this off, it's this guy. Yeah. And I will—so all is not lost, everybody. So at the end of last year, Rivian had over $18 billion, with a B, dollars in cash reserves. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, they are not expecting to have to do another uh, investment round. They are going to do fine to continue operation on what they have for the foreseeable future. They're not going to turn a profit this year. It's not going to happen. It, it, you, ramping up that kind of production, especially in the middle of a supply chain issue, takes years. Uh, but I do think that they will continue to approach that net zero and turn a profit. I think they're going to continue their trend towards production. Don't forget... They have a contract with Amazon to produce some of the Amazon vehicles, delivery vehicles, and that's going to be a big factor in their profitability. Yeah. So they're, they're not, they're by no means are they in, you know, in trouble in the traditional no. sense. No, they've got a lot of, uh, they've got a lot of, um, fulfillment to, to, um, to deal with here mm -hmm. yet. And I, I think that they'll pull it off. Um, it, it's happening. And, and honestly, I've seen a Rivian or two floating around here, um, I think I even saw a Fisker just recently. Yeah. Um, Imagine the good old days, Jay, when the, the problem was, are we going to sell any cars, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> now it's, we sold a bunch of cars. Right. <laughs> what are we, we going to do? We <laughs> need more cars. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I know, man. Wow. Um, so if you've liked this video uh, or this podcast, uh, any of the stuff we do, you can ch check out our videos over on youtube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus. Make sure you turn that subscribe button from red to gray, ring that bell to get notified for any videos that come out. Go to our, uh, podcast links, at parts kind of guru.com. Um, we're on every platform out there. Make sure you hit those also social medias. Uh, we are on facebook.com forward slash parts kind of gurus. We are on Instagram over on Instagram. We are the parts kind of gurus. 
as Keith had mentioned, uh, we are also on Twitter, and that is uh, twitter.com. Uh, we are at the Counter Show is our handle. Um, wow, we're we're out on everything. So anyway, thanks for subscribing. If you are, if you aren't, please do so, and uh, tell some friends. Yeah. So. All right, everybody. Uh, I've got some. Uh, I got a parting thought here for you that I hope ties into the theme of today. Um, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing your best. If not, I would suggest that you consider not doing it at all. And I mean it. Just spend some time on that. Think about it. I think your life will be better because of it. You'll thank me later. All right, everybody. Until next time, as always, thank you so much. That's my pal Jay over there. I'm Keith, and we will see you on the next one.